Hello everyone, welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. If it is your first time joining us or you have never missed an episode, I am so excited that you are here today for episode 57 and I truly hope that you will join us for all the episodes to come. So we are in our Who, What, When, Where, Why, and How series and I am still at home in this quarantine like most of us are and I'm actually having to record at night now because my son is down to one nap a day and my husband's home and there's a lot of noise in the house so nighttime recordings are definitely in the works now so that might change when episodes come out and all that but nonetheless we're still recording and the quarantine I feel like is going to be lifted soon so we can see life go back to somewhat normal which is good in some ways but I am still recording and I'm excited to be talking about today where to find motivation so a lot of us within this quarantine have begun doing tons of home renovation projects or spring cleaning or exercising or trying new recipes or whatever it is but now that the quarantine has been going on for a few weeks I feel like we're kind of in that space where we're just like okay we've gotten all we're going to get out of it as far as productivity goes maybe we should just kind of hang out and chillax and there's not really much else to get done around the house let's just kind of hang out which that's totally fine but if you are someone that is struggling finding motivation in any aspect of life then this podcast episode today will be very applicable for you and maybe applicable for a lot of people as this quarantine gets lifted and we get back into the kind of crazy chaos of our everyday lives that were normal before so i wish Honestly, I do. I wish I had a dollar for every time I said I need to blank, but I just don't have the motivation. And I don't just mean as an adult. I mean ever in my life. There have been so many times that I know that I needed to get something done or I had been planning to get something done. But when the time came around for that to happen, I just was not there with my motivation. There was just, I just wasn't there. And so I feel like a lot of people can relate to that because whether you're a parent or a spouse or single or anything, we all have those times where we're just lacking motivation. And a reason for that is because we get very comparative, stressed, and overwhelmed by social media and society to accomplish all the things. Like you need to exercise every day, but you need to make time for your family. You need to work, but you need to go to school. You need to clean your house, but you need to make sure you're getting enough rest. Like there's only 24 hours in a day and you want us to dedicate all of those categories to that little portion of 24 hours. That is asking a lot. So we get very overwhelmed and we get caught up in life and trying to, you know, fit the mold and do everything we need to do. And sometimes we just defeat ourselves and we have an empty tank and you know you can't pour from an empty cup. And so when it comes time to do these little things here and there or maybe big things, we just don't have the motivation to do it as much as we want to. We just we're not there. And so when this happens, how do you find the motivation? Like, how do you find a way to get it done? So I've made a list of, I believe it's four things here for you. I have so many notes today. My iPad is dead. My son's been drawing on it a lot, which normally he only gets it in the car. But since we're stuck at home, I let him draw on it sometimes and it's dead and I forgot to charge it. So 
I have a ton of written notes today, but I think, let me flip to the back. I think there's four points, five. Okay, so there's five bullet points. And I'm not gonna say they're all in order because three and four can be flipped. So we'll just say for most part, they're in order. But let's start with number one. So number one, in order for you to find motivation, you have to identify what it is that you need to get done. It's very basic, very self-explanatory. What is it that you are lacking motivation to do? Like, what is the task? So here's an example. Let's say that I need to fold laundry, which is the story of my life. I always need to do laundry, whether it needs to be washed or dried or folded or put away. (sighs) If you're a mom, you get it because it's one thing and I'm not downgrading anybody that does laundry, but I feel like as a mom, like it's one thing to do laundry for just myself or even my husband. But when you have a child It is incredible how much laundry they have because they're either spitting up on everything or they get their food all over their clothes or they like act like a wild pig in the mud outside when they play. They change clothes like a thousand times. And so the laundry is like insane. But that's our example. Let's say the example of what I need to get done is I need to fold laundry. Now going to point number two, what is it that you are preferring to do rather than the laundry? So my example is that I need to fold laundry, but I would rather watch Netflix than fold the laundry. Again, story of my life. (laughs) So we've all been there. I feel like we can relate to that. So those are our examples for point number one and two. Now, before I go to point number three, I want to just leave you with a little tidbit because this is going to explain a lot. Our brains naturally focus on the negatives rather than the positives. So that's why if someone tells you, hey, I've got good news and bad news, which one do you want first? More times than not, at least with me and I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people gravitate to say, well, give me the bad news first because you can't enjoy the good news when you know that bad news is waiting because our minds are geared to put a lot of energy into the bad things. That's the same thing with our insecurities. If you get a million positive comments on an Instagram picture, that's great. But when you get those bad comments, they're going to bother you. And you'll probably respond to those over the good comments. I mean, that's how celebrities usually are. And that's how life goes. You focus on insecurities. You let the negatives get a hold of you. And so our brains are wired that way just because we're human. So because of that, that brings us to point number three. You have to bribe or bargain with yourself. If you want to find motivation to get something done, you have to bribe yourself or bargain with yourself. And I know that sounds so like preschool, elementary, but it is real, y'all. You have to stoop to that level sometimes because you're having to convince yourself to get something done. If it was easy enough to just get up and do it, you would. And maybe it is. But your mind is saying, nope, I'm going to be stubborn. I don't want to do it. I don't have the motivation. I'm just not there. I don't have it in me. You have to get on a low level and take baby steps and treat yourself like a baby and bribe yourself. So what do I mean by that? So the example, laundry needs to be folded, but I would rather watch Netflix. So I can do one of two things. I can fold the laundry while I watch my Netflix show. Or let's say that you live in a house where your laundry is a pain in the butt. It's downstairs in the basement and you watch Netflix upstairs in your room and it wouldn't make sense to bring the laundry up there or whatever. Whatever the reasoning is that you wouldn't fold the laundry while you watch Netflix, you could do an alternative which is you could say, I'm going to pause this Netflix show or now that this episode's finished before I start the next one, 
I'm going to pause it and I'm going to go call my grandma real quick because I haven't talked to her in a few days. I want to make sure she's doing good or I'm going to go FaceTime my best friend who just had a baby. I want to see her baby, make sure baby's doing good or I'm going to call my mom or whoever it is you're going to call and reach out to. I'm going to go do that and while I talk to them, I'll fold the laundry rather than watching Netflix so I'm not distracted. So here's what I mean by that. When you get on that level and you make something that would naturally be negative like folding laundry and make it positive and just kind of there and existing, it gets done. So if you would rather watch Netflix, which makes Netflix the superior and laundry the negative, when you would rather watch Netflix than fold laundry, and for whatever reason you can't fold laundry while you watch Netflix, if you tell yourself, I'm going to go call so-and-so, when you go call so-and-so, that's a good thing. You want to talk to so-and-so, you enjoy them, you're quarantined away from them, you're missing out, or you talk to them every Wednesday or whatever it is, you go call so-and-so and you say, while I'm talking to them, instead of sitting there on my bed, you know, twirling my hair or just whatever, just hanging out, rather than being distracted by Netflix while I'm on the phone with them so I can focus on my show later without distractions and I can talk to them without distractions, I'll just fold this laundry while I talk to them. I don't have anything else to do while I talk to them anyway. It's like laundry is just there, it's just existing, and you're adding it to your phone call, which is a good thing. Does that make sense? So you have to morph your mind into thinking that I'm not punishing myself by taking myself away from something extravagant like Netflix and forcing myself to do awful work such as laundry. You have to change your mind and say, I'm going to do something fun, like call my grandma, and while I talk to her, I guess I'll just fold some laundry just to give me something to do. Also, this worked for me because, for one, I love talking to my grandma, but when I'm on the phone with someone, I know you've seen those memes, and this is me. I will, like, sit upside down on my bed. I will dig in my nightstand and find something random to play with, or I'll walk in circles. I don't just sit in one spot and talk on the phone. Like, I have to do something. I have to maneuver around and, you know... I'm very ADD in that way. So laundry would be great. Or let's say that you need to put the dishes in the dishwasher and put them in the cabinet. You can unload the dishwasher while you talk on the phone. If that's something you normally don't enjoy doing on its own, call somebody on the phone while you do it. It's perfect. It gets it done. It's productive. You're killing two birds with one stone. And then when you're done with the phone call, you can go back to Netflix and just tell them, say, hey, I'm unloading the dishwasher. I wanted to give you a call. Just let them know. It works out great. It really does. So... Another example of this, in case that one kind of lost you, this one affects a lot of people too, me especially. Let's say that you need to work out, but you want to eat Domino's pizza. This was my life last night. I wanted Domino's so bad because we eat Domino's and Firehouse like it's going out of style. Firehouse subs and Domino's pizza are embedded in my DNA and my blood count at this point, and that's just how it is. So you know what? respect, nothing else. But let's say that I know that I need to work out because I can kill a large Domino's pizza by myself. No shame, literally no shame at all. And that's great, but I still know that I need to work out. I need to get that workout in for the day. So how do I make that happen? How do I bargain with myself? So I order Domino's and we've been getting it delivered because we don't want to have to go out with the baby and have to go in and get the food and all that with the quarantine. So we've been getting it delivered usually. So by doing that, I will order it online and I'll set the time for it to be delivered. Let's say that it's six o'clock when I order it. If I want it there by seven, I can, you know, select seven or however that works and 
that'll give me that time from six to seven to work out. I'll say, okay, I'm going to work out and treat myself to pizza from working out. So that way I start the workout when I order the pizza and I'll say, I'm going to work out till it gets here. So you're working out with a prize involved. Like there's something better because you're working out, you're getting something out of it. If you're a person that needs motivation, this is going to be a great tool for you to have in your toolbox. So definitely treat yourself with that. Let's say you're not getting it delivered and you have to go pick it up. That's fine. But when you order online, you can order it so that it will still be ready at a certain time for you to go pick it up. So you can say, all right, I'm going to order it to be ready at this time. And then I'm going to work out until it's time for me to leave the house. And then I'm going to go grab that pizza. I'm going to listen to my favorite song there and on the way back. And then I'm going to come home and eat my pizza and treat myself for working out. And I'm going to listen to my favorite song to get me in a good mood for my pizza. You have to kind of get on that child level. Like when you take a kid to the doctor and they say, you're getting some shots, but you'll get a lollipop after. It's kind of the same situation. And there's a reason for that. It starts at a young age, how our brains are with that. And it never really changes. You just have to kind of put the pros in front of the cons. So there's another example I have for you. Let's say that there's something a little more frustrating than just exercise and laundry. Let's say that you have your house on the market for sale or rent and you know that you have people coming by to look at it in a few days and you need to get your house really clean and looking really well to have people come look at it or to take pictures to post on those, you know, Zillow like renters pages or whatever for sale pages. So let's say that's the situation. You know you need to clean your house, but what's keeping you from doing that and keeping your motivation down is that you've been struggling with anxiety, depression, you're exhausted, whatever that case may be. So again, you have to bargain with yourself. You have to make a deal. You make a cleaning schedule. And then as you complete things on the cleaning schedule, you treat yourself. I'm going to do a separate episode on cleaning schedules because it has changed my life as a parent. Before I was a parent, I had all the focus in the world that I knew when I got home it was just me and my husband, so nobody was going to need me every two seconds. I didn't have to look after anyone. I could just go clean, start when I wanted to, finish when I wanted to, and that was the end of it. Now that I have a child and there's two dogs in the house and my husband's gone a lot, that's not how that works. So a cleaning schedule has saved my life. So if that's your situation and you know you need to clean your house, you need to get it done, but you're just lacking the motivation and you're just not there with it, just say, okay, I'm going to make a cleaning schedule. I'm going to write down living room and write down everything in the living room that needs to get done. Write down master bathroom, everything in the master bathroom. Write down every single room, whether it's backyard, front yard, bathroom, bedroom, living room, hallway closet, whatever it is you're cleaning. Separate it into each individual area. Write that down and then say, okay, by two o'clock today, I want to have this room done and this room done or the upstairs or whatever. I don't know the layout of your house. I don't know how much you're cleaning. Just organize that to where you're not spending more than about two to two and a half hours cleaning and then you have a break. Make sure that you are blocking that off. Say, okay, from one to two thirty we're cleaning this or one to two o'clock or whatever, two, two and a half hours. Wait, that's only an hour. Wow, I suck at math. Whatever. It's late and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm exhausted today and like I said, I'm recording late at night. So whatever. I might edit this out, I might not. Who cares? But regardless, you get it. Block off that time and say, okay, from this time to this time, we're going to clean. And then from this time to this time, we're going to relax. Or today we need to get this and this and this done. And then once we get this done, we can do this. However that looks for you. But whenever you're done with those 
certain rooms or that certain time period, treat yourself. Say, okay, I'm going to do this room and then while I mop this floor, while it dries, I'm going to take a bubble bath and I'm going to relax. And then after my bubble bath and the floor's dry, I'm going to fold some laundry. I'm going to put the dishes away that are in the dishwasher and I'm going to dust the living room or whatever. Make yourself a cleaning schedule. Don't go into it blind and then say, I'm going to clean the whole house today. Because if that's not ideal and you don't have the capacity for that and you have children that need your attention and you have other commitments and things like that, you're just going to feel like you're making no progress and you're going to overwhelm yourself. So that's one thing you have to do. That's a good way to find the motivation to do it is make a cleaning schedule and treat yourself after the completion of certain things on the schedule. Now, point number four on the list to help you find motivation, create accountability. This is for exercise. This is for cleaning. This is for laundry. This is for whatever the case may be. Accountability is so important in every walk of life, not just with your household situation, within your marriage, as a parent, with your career, with self-care, whatever. Accountability is serious because there are going to be times in life, in anything that you do, that you are going to be 100% some days. Some days you're not going to be 100%. You might have someone alongside you that's 100% and you're not there and they're having to boost you up or vice versa you're 100% and they're not there and you're having to boost them up. That's what accountability is for because we're not always going to be perfect all the time and sometimes we need help from others. We need that community and that support and it takes a village to get stuff done and you need that village. So when you find accountability, it's really going to help you find your motivation on those times that you're really lacking. So for example, if you follow me on Instagram, I've been posting my workout videos lately And there's many reasons behind that. But ultimately, one reason is because this quarantine got to a place where I was at home and it was just, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm at home a lot anyway. But it got to a point where, like, it was so routine for me. Like, I couldn't remember what day it was. I thought it was, like, Friday and it was really Tuesday. And then I just got so confused with it. And so I had to figure out a way to kind of get some type of schedule and routine going for myself. So I started exercising and I would set a goal. I'd say, okay, I want to exercise by one o'clock every day if possible. And I kind of geared it around Stetson's nap time and anything else I had going on when I would cook supper or whatever it was. And I would make a schedule. And by posting my workouts on Instagram, letting people know, I'm posting my workouts. I'm doing it for accountability. I'm hoping to get them posted by this time each day, whatever it is. It created accountability. And I noticed that after doing it for a little while, on a day that I wouldn't post, somebody would message me and say, hey, are you having a rest day today? Or are you just doing something that you forgot to record? What's going on? Because I've been following you and I'm doing the workouts you're doing. And I want to know what we're doing today. And I would just be blown away. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Like people really care? And I'd say, I just forgot to record today or whatever it was. And, you know, it was great to see that I had that community. And it was someone I didn't even reach out to personally. I just posted on my Instagram, hey, you know, I'm going to start working out. I'm doing it for accountability. It's for me. If you'd like to do these workouts, you're more than welcome to. I'm not a professional, but this is what I'm doing. And I want you all to be a part of it if you choose to. But by letting other people know what's going on and not keeping it secretive, it creates accountability for me because you care what people think about you to a certain degree. And when people know what you're doing and they expect you to do it and they expect you to exercise and they know you're exercising, you feel more inclined to do it because you want to keep up what people are expecting of you. You don't want to let them down, as weird as that sounds, but it's very true. 
So finding accountability is huge. If you're wanting to walk every day, but some days you just don't feel like it, but your neighbor's been going with you, they're going to say, hey, what time are we walking today? And you might say, I'm not really feeling it. And they'll say, come on, we can only walk 20 minutes today instead of 30. Come on, it'll be fine. Or whatever it is. When you have accountability, you're more times than not going to pull through on the times you think you're just not into it today. It's just not going to happen. And then when you do pull through on those days, when the accountability helps you get it done, you're going to be so glad you did. It makes you appreciate it more. It just really makes it makes it feel different than when you decide to do it on your own when you know you almost gave up or they almost gave up and that relationship stepped in and helped each other out that's a good feeling so those are awesome point number five the last one on the list of how to find motivation or where to find motivation excuse me practicing self-care I am a self-care advocate up one side and down the other because nothing in life happens without self-care Every single thing in life comes back to self-care. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's underwater basket weaving. I can I can argue with you and tell you how it comes back to self-care. And so when you input self-care, you output self-efficiency. That's just a fact. So let's say here's some examples. If you're too tired to be motivated, go to bed earlier. That's what I've been doing. I am not one to fall asleep easily, but I've been taking melatonin some nights. I am drinking Diet Dr. Pepper after a certain time in the day I cut it off so I don't have caffeine in my system I don't have sugar so I'm tired I'm ready to go to bed I'm inputting that self-care of getting enough rest and it's outputting self-efficiency so that way by getting enough rest I'm comfortable with getting up the next day getting Stetson his breakfast drinking my pre-workout and working out to start my day that is how it's working for me and so self-care is really helping me in that way next point or next one under this category. If you're too lazy to work out, get some natural pre-workout to assist you. That is huge. And I know that doesn't sound like self-care as far as pre-workout goes, but working out is so important. It's beyond weight loss. Just take the weight loss factor out of it. Working out is so beneficial for your mental health, your sleep, your blood pressure, your anxiety, your depression, literally so many things. If you're trying to get pregnant, working out is beneficial for that. Like, I just, their list goes on. And so don't even worry about the weight loss aspect. If you're like I used to be, and that's all you thought it was, get that out of your head. And if you're just too lazy to work out one day and you're like, eh, I'm not really feeling it today. I'm telling you starting pre-workout is the best thing I ever did for my health and wellness journey. I started drinking pre-workout about 30 minutes before I was expected to work out and I was ready to go. And it doesn't taste bad. You can pre-make it the night before, put it in the fridge, or you can blend it up real quick. It's just powder and water. Drink you some of that while you're watching TV. It's really sweet. Most of them, they're really like fruity. There's all types of flavors, but it really wakes you up and it's not anything gross and dull. And so after you drink it, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. I have energy to sustain me. I'm going to get this workout in. I'm going to push through. And it makes you just feel so great and wakes you up and just gets you gets that tone set for whatever time of the day it is so I definitely recommend that if you're struggling with finding motivation to work out my last point on this list under the self-care bullet is that if you're overwhelmed if you're too overwhelmed excuse me with the idea of cleaning your entire home like I said break it down into a list or maybe ask a friend to help if it's just something that you feel like you can't handle and you need to practice self-care so you can find that motivation and you know that cleaning your house is just something that you're not having the capacity to do, call your friend over and say, hey, this might sound weird, but do you want to come over while I clean the house and talk to me? 
you don't even have to help, but do you just want to hang out while I clean up? And they'll probably be like, yeah, that's totally fine. Or if you're in the quarantine situation, just say, hey, can I FaceTime you while I clean the house so we can like hang out or whatever? You want to clean our kitchens today at five o'clock? I've done that before. Seriously, I'm not kidding. When I lived in Nashville, it was the first time I ever moved far away from home. That was the first place I moved that was really far. And so I had a friend that I would, I had an apartment with other friends in Nashville and she had an apartment and every Sunday we would FaceTime each other and we'd clean our kitchens together. And I know that sounds strange, but it gets you into that accountability factor because I knew every Sunday we were cleaning our kitchen and it just kind of gave me something to hold on to. It was exciting. It was sort of a tradition and it helped me practice self-care because I had that friendship that I could lean on to in that time. And so no matter what the rest of my week held, I knew that every Sunday around four or five o'clock, I could call her and we could clean our kitchen. And I had that friendship and that part of self-care was so good for me. It was great for my mental health to just have that my person, quote unquote, there with me. And we were both cleaning our kitchen and we would even do the same order. We'd start with our countertops and wipe it on the floor, clean off the table. Then we wash dishes at the same time. It was so fun. It's just what we did. And so I definitely recommend that. That has helped me tremendously. But ultimately, you just have to know that even with this list that I've made you or whatever research you do on your own, there are some days you're going to be the most motivated person on the planet and there's some days you're just not. And that's fine. You're meant to be that way. You're a human. You're not superwoman. You're not superman. You can only do so much. And rest days are very good. But just make sure when you're having those rest days or those rest times that you're having them with good intentions. You're not having them because you're so defeated from life that you can't move, that you're just done and you're burnt out. Make sure that you're saying, I need time to relax. I need to take this time for self-care, to rejuvenate, to recharge and repower so I can get after it with a lot of motivation. Have that good mindset. Take that time that you're already going to be down, relaxing, not so motivated, and just be positive about it and soak up those positive ideas and that positive vibe so that way when you decide to get back motivated, you're not going to feel like that you're having to recover, if that makes sense. Don't feel like that you're having to make up for what had just happened, your laziness, or make up for your binge eating, or make up for not doing laundry for three days. No, take that time while you're binge eating, not doing laundry, you're just chilling, and be positive and just say, it's so nice to lay here and enjoy this show. It's so nice to play Candy Crush for three hours. It's so nice to sleep in or whatever. And because you have that good energy, you're not going to feel negative And you're going to say, I feel really good. I feel refreshed. I did what I wanted to do. I'm not feeling bad about it. And now I'm excited to go do this next thing. And that's the best mindset you can have. So I really hope this helps. As we're still in this quarantine and even when it's done and we get through to our everyday lives and our quote unquote normalcy again, just know that there are going to be times that we're so motivated because quarantine's gotten the best of us and we're ready to just throw ourselves out there and just live life to the fullest. And that's going to die down and you're going to have times where you're not so motivated anymore and that's okay. Don't feel bad. Don't be negative about it. Have a good mindset and just kind of bargain with yourself and get the little things done as you can. Get your self-care in there and everything will work out as it should. I promise everybody's got chaos, but we're all going to get it under control. So thank y'all for joining me. I'm so excited to still be recording with y'all and I can't wait for our next episode. Y'all have a great day.